And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Fellas. Oh my God! Who are you playing? Oh, you got us, goddammit. You got Welcome. us. Welcome. Did you see how we starting this season? You sneaky, sneaky snake. I did not see that recording light on. Baby. Lamont, how you doing, baby? Hey, Lamont. I am trying to get to my TV. There it is. Okay, there it is. I had to press the off button. Yeah. Y'all just talking and talking. I didn't even know I love it. <laughs> the, la the last 10 minutes we've been recording, ladies and gentlemen. No, no. I'm in here trying to get these, uh, these new cooking pans together. Cooking pans? Just... Where are you at? Yeah. I'm in the kitchen right now. I'm about to come all over there with y'all. You know, you know, we be in the middle of the night trying to podcast with these hoes, so I need a, I need a little dinner oh, yeah. or something. Oh, like that, you know. Well, child, the world is a changing, as y'all see. The world is a changing. So, um. And honorable mentions this week on, um, we cannot go without, without speaking about her. Justice Ruth, Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away at the age of 87, y'all. A legend, a legend who was there for, me, for gender, gender discrimination. She was there for women's rights. She was there for abortion rights. She was the rock on the Supreme Court that saved us for a long time. And without her, we are in a, we, we on, on an ocean without any kind of paddles, baby. Without any kind of paddles. Girls out here talking about, we are literally up shit's creek. And that's where we are, is up shit's creek. Yeah, I don't see no diversity whatsoever on the panel at all. Like it, and oh man, like our, like RBG was that woman. Like she talked the talk and walked that walk, and 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 walk and took every step with tenacity, and and pioneered, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, so much as uh, you know, as a woman, and dared to, uh, you know, to uh, you know to to speak out loud. She was that woman that you know that, that didn't define herself by. You know what people say she should be or could be, but she just was, and and she, I, you know, her the best thing she could have done is just done exactly what she did, which was leave a legacy for you know for our judicial system, um, for our uh, for other women like her to step up and 
and uh, and and forge a new light in that pathway because you know th you know there's more to come even though this is very grim moment you know, uh, in, time, in time that we're in and we know this this motherfucker is going to do what he can to throw somebody in there and all those other people who just want power and masturbate the glory of having that power will try to get his ass get uh, his ass in there. I won't see her it, it may be a her but it's gonna be a her in uh, where a man face if you know what I mean. We on the street. I keep hearing the cars go by. Oh, you hear the cars? You should go by. Let me close that window real quick. I'm sorry. I need to close mine too. I'm like, what the hell? Ain't y'all still smelling smoke in Northern California? What the hell? Wait, I was trying. Good day. Thank you very much. You know what? This was the last good day of air we're going to get. Tomorrow is supposed to be smoky. It's supposed to be moderate, right? Yeah, I know. Good so, day. so he up there. Ladies and gentlemen, you know Mr. Christopher T. Jones like the cap was on live TV because I'm pretty sure that wasn't me. See, you got me. That was Lamont Bradley that came for y'all. That wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> that was not me. Everybody at home, that was not Christopher Terrence Jones. That was yes, Lamont Bradley all the way from Southern California. He checked them real quick, fast, and in a hurry. Smoky Southern California. We're smoky down here. We getting the smoke y'all used to have. Well, we're clear right now. It's very clear here. Boy, in my neck of the woods, I can breathe. I got the window it's open. There's skies over here. So, hmm. but. It's clear skies in this motherfucker. Our prayers go out to her family. She served 27 years and she fought all of her career. So, you know, we just don't never want to. Lost take a good one. We lost, lost a good one. And yeah. with her being gone, there's so many things that can be overturned. Roe versus Wade, uh, gay marriage. So many things could happen with the dynamics if the if they put in somebody. Well, they they're gonna put in somebody. We already know that they're gonna put in somebody who is Republican, staunch, conservative, to go whatever there is. Hoping that like, and I I know I hope for this, and it never freaking happens, and that. The, the, uh, you know, the Democrats, you know, start to play a, a, you know, a, a, a heavier game and, you know, pull some, like, don't pull any punches like, you know, like the Republicans did. It's not the time to, like, yeah. you know, like, you know, I know, look, we're, we're doing the keep hope alive on the streets right now. Like, but in that room, it needs to be, it needs to be a street fight. I need y'all to be, a, I need to be, a, it need to be a street fight in there like, where the cops come with the shields and the smoke bombs. I need y'all to do something. I don't care what it is. Black male, whatever. Call the hookers that they are all their prostitutes. I know. Let it out. Like, let, like, do, what, do what needs to be done, Democrats. Do what needs to be done. Because America has told you. Flash some tires. Stop them from showing up to vote. I'm telling you what, if our American ass was in those in those rooms, you would have seen what we would have been. I don't care what color you are, we would have been hood rat as a motherfucker if somebody told us that these motherfuckers gonna do this to us to change everything that we like in our in our country. Nah. Like so so work on our behalf and get and get fucking irate like we are in the streets. Well, we're gonna um I, I, I'm like Whoopi. Whoopi said Ain't nothing we could do about it. They gonna put somebody in there. 
we just gonna have to catch him on the next round. But Megan came back, Megan said that we're gonna catch them on this next round because the Senate is going to turn blue. It's coming. But you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know what, get, what gets me though. Like you know that most of the majority of these these politicians were once upon a time lawyers, and lawyers are supposed to be the man, the bad, the baddest motherfuckers in a courtroom. And you mean to tell me that out of all these lawyers, you mean to tell me that you can't get in there, get in there like, like a real lawyer and, and 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 shoot your damn shot and play and play that game like you know you could, like you know how lawyers are supposed to be because that's how you train. Me, you mean you mean to tell me you don't just let people let it die like that? Like like I said before, no. the, the, some, these are lawyers I know. The lawyers I know would do everything but shoot your ass and cover it up right in front of you. Well, just because they're a lawyer don't mean they're good at what they do. Well, get some fucking balls and go and look. Don't talk to a lawyer with some balls and so they can teach you how to get some if you don't have them yet. I'm with you, Fernando. Do something because this this shit just rolling rolling over and just taking it. That shit, I'm, that shit's, I'm, I'm sick, I'm sick of seeing that. It's on the Americans' back, because we suffer. We pay the bills for it. Like, you need to pay Monopoly with our American money, with my tax money. You get to do all this bullshit and live, like, oh, yeah, we live to tell them all day. No, bitch, you live to tell them all day on my tax money that I got to work 10 times harder, two, three, four jobs, just to pay for your fuck up in that office. Try again Next year. You know how many times somebody at their job wish they could try again next year and they right now broke on, on, on unemployment? Mm. Mm. Let, let me ask every Negro in town about what try again next time look like at a job. It's fired. Yep. This man, look, look this, man at Sir, this man at Sir Latab, I called him because I, I, I was fooled by their signage. Into thinking this this uh this fry pan set was uh was a certain price point, and I looked at my receipt last night when I got home and it was not. So I called him and he was like, I was like, so what we can do about this? I know y'all saying all sales are final. He was like, well, I don't know what we can do about it because uh, on Tuesday I'll be filing for unemployment. And I was like, oh, okay, girl, just that quick, just that quick. Down the life. Mm hmm. Lord help us. Well. Our prayers go out to Ruth's family, to her granddaughter who is still here, and that old evil thing that we call cancer. All I can say is I pray that it goes away because it continues to take a lot of good people out of here, and unfortunately, you know just with some bad-ass people. So, but you know where it starts with y'all? Voting. Voting, because you know what helps cancer? Research money. You know where some research money comes from? government grants and you know what they were you know if we know how to appropriate money better we can appropriate money to actually figure out what the fuck we got to do with cancer so think about that when you talk about you don't want to vote this year and so we have a lot of topics this evening i forgot to tell y'all asses share the damn podcast y'all know what to do share the podcast share the share 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 Share, Listen, share, like, subscribe. Share, All that good stuff. Like y'all know what y'all supposed to do. We share just us like your favorite promo clip. Share us like your best meme. Share us like the, like the gift that keeps on giving. I don't know. Share us like them damn OnlyFans goddamn tweets you be doing. Goddamn. Look, trying to fool us with two-minute videos that was shot in 2018 acting like it's right now. 
They're uh, current. They're current. I promise you. <laughs> like, you know, you know, half them damn, them damn video clips and whatnot is the obituaries and what they bodies used to look like before COVID. Oh Jesus! Huh? Don't meet their ass now, man. Well, the other thing that happened in news. Yes. The other thing that happened in news. The Wells Fargo CEO made some comments about diversity on a telephone call that kind of rubbed some some African Americans the wrong way, you know? And not only did he do it there, he went over to a memo and he put the same words in the memo. And I'm just a little confused at why some African Americans were rubbed the wrong way. And then a few others were not rubbed the wrong way. And what he said is there is a very limited pool of black talent to recruit from in corporate America. And, you know, I don't think that's accurate. Armand, what do you think? Trash. Trash ass lies. That's what I think. I think first and foremost, this man needs to work on getting that little uh, uh, frontiers, that frontiersman wagon uh, branding. They need to, they need to get that on sure footing because the wheel is broke. Okay, no one wants to work for your crappy ass damn bank any fucking more because it has such a tarnished brand. If you weren't up in there fraudulently opening accounts in 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 customers' names. Maybe somebody might want to work for you. And that's the brass tax of it. So don't be mad at us if we not lining up to take your little shitty ass job, bro. We want good jobs. We don't want just any damn job. We not like Megan. We not like Megan McCain and we not like uh, Sarah Kentucky Fried Sanders. We not going to get up in a fucking shitty ass place and do shitty ass work and lie. And, and do fraudulent shit just for the sake of it. Get out of here, bro. Go find you somewhere else to play. Right. That part. It is true that they do. They open accounts in your name and you didn't know it because, unfortunately, the black girl did it to me. She opened oh. accounts in my name at Wells Fargo because I've been a Wells Fargo member for five million years. But she opened mm-hmm. the accounts in my name. And I never even knew they existed. And they was like, oh, we're going to close this account. What account? I never agreed to this. Yeah, get out of here. And, and, I mean, all, always in a mortgage scandal. Get out of here. Like, who, who wants to deal with it, honey? And we, know, and, and we know you're not giving a premium for black people to come in and work for you. So, so just have several seats. You know what? Let's see how easy it is for his ass to find a job when he's not the CEO of this bank no more. Because nobody's going to install you in the, as the head of their shit when you're running a fucking tarnished brand, bro. And racist. And racist. And, and racist. Oh, my, my. But I mean, I, I mean, I worked in corporate America for over 20 years, so I, I get it. I mean, and it's not the fact that there's a lack of talent. It's a fact that talent does not get recognized. 
You're absolutely right. And that's in every sector. I worked in the banking sector. I worked in the hotel industry. I worked in in uh, transportation. It's it's all over. I mean, Chris, you know you know transportation wise, hell. And uh, and to be and to be honest, and to be honest with you guys, uh, you guys, and I mean, if, and if uh, like y'all know some, some of this, but like you are like most of our black has are filtered out before we even get through the front door. The moment we put our resume through the damn system, it will filter our name right out all that motherfucker and sent us to the client level already, like a fucking credit card. That is it. That is it. If, like, if you if you went if you brought back into your talent pool all them names you just threw out. Um, on first glance, you might have some people to pick from because I guarantee you, I guarantee you, those names belong to some of the most educated populace in the United States of America, and it's widely known. Yep, and that's like because their name don't match, don't match your, you know, your database system, or it's not formatted in the way or articulated in the way in which you built your algorithms, then it will toss that resume out. And who do you consult to actually set those algorithm pro or parameters? Damn for sure, I'm not I'm like asses. So, like, why you think that you can't get a good talent pool? Well, maybe your talent pool's parameters are set to not even put us in the room. And then when you get at least some of us in the room, it's just that right person that you can drag into the room and then tell it to give them no voice and only to give them words they have to, they have to regurgitate so you, can, so you can still be happy with them being there. And we know that American banking is dominated by largely, largely by white old men. White old men. And there has never to date been a black or a female CEO for the large six that dominate the industry right now. Never. Ever, ever, ever. But like, if you want to build trust, a trust factor in your company, then you need, then you need to get off of your CEO high horse and get into the ground level of how, you, how your operation is built. And That's exactly where I'm going, Fernando. That's exactly where I'm going. And I, was, I, was like, and I was like, they need to invite invite real, honest, unfiltered, unbridled feedback about how your company is being, uh, being constructed because it, 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 it's all, it, it always happens where, uh, where, where companies, uh, companies don't get uh, uh, the, uh, the information they need to be heard because it's always said, don't question the CEO and there's certain things you don't say in front of the CEO or any other higher up. And that, that culture is spread across so many corporations where you get people that it's, you know, they so, you know, build up with anxiety of what they can and cannot say. They most of the time don't tell you shit. And most of the time, what they really say is behind your back. And that's why you get a lot of people who don't want to fucking be there. They're only there for the paycheck and now your company fucking sucks. And you wonder why. I need for him to tell, I need for him to tell whomever he, whomever he wrote that memo to and was on that call with, I need for him to tell them how many black and people of color he is mentoring? How many people are you? How many? How many people that you are are succession grooming that are of color? Zero. Because if the answer is, the answer is likely zero, and if the answer well, is zero, then that's your own fucking fault, asshole. So he decided. And then, and then, I'm sorry. He decided to apologize. And I'm sure this was on the be on the bequest of people around him because you've ruffled some feathers, and he decided to apologize. So on Wednesday, he said in a prepared statement that his re comments reflected my own unconscious bias. 
There is no question Wells Fargo has to make meaningful progress to increase diverse representation. San Francisco-based Wells Fargo has pledged to increase hiring of minority candidates, particularly through black colleges and universities, as well as new anti-racism training programs at the bank. That's the- Come on, it ain't ain't black people to hire. if you go into HB, if you go into HBCUs, it's whole fucking colleges full of fucking black people to hide. What you mean? Ladies and gentlemen, what you just heard was an okie doke. Okay, it has gotten so very, 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 very common for for people to uh, to apologize for things in hindsight. I was like, this is becoming so, so repetitive that people are like, it's just like the like the the, uh, just the, uh, the easy go past. For people to say, oh, okay, well, he apologized, he realized that. I'm like, yes. I was like, if you actually read the document, it didn't, I was like, it, didn't, it, has, it says nothing about me or I. It says the company, well, Spargo needs to work on something. That means you recognize nothing, you owned nothing. He's okay. never, he's not so gonna own That's anything. why you're still in the same place and you learn nothing because you think, it's a, you think it's a weed problem, but it starts with me, which is you, sir. He's not going to own anything. No, you need to own it. It starts from the head first. When your mindset, when your mindset changes and you really, really get it, then it's not, you never have to, you don't want to forget it because you're part of, you're part of the new day and new contrition. But since you said, but since you still think it's a we problem, not just a you problem, then you, then you always going to have a problem until you no longer have that job anymore. And for those of you out there listening, there is a large pool of African-American talent, people who are well-equipped, well-qualified, well-trained, who can be managers, who can be CEOs, who can be supervisors, who can be directors, project managers. They have to just be given the opportunity but you choose not to do so. Even look, they got, I, know, I know some dudes that's, that's up there uh, flipping dime bags since, since they were teenagers. They know how to they know how to count money and talk on the cell phone without losing count. And but they never had the education because no one believed in them. Perhaps you should get down to ground zero and find those dudes to nobody believed in and actually put them on the pathway or something. Because the only reason why they're on the other pathway is because no one gave them anything else to go down. Allegedly, they're going to go to black colleges and universities, and they're going to... Um, baby, did you not get the point that most black folks can't afford to go to fucking college, especially the ones that want to be a goddamn fellow? You need to go out there to the check cashing center where they can go and get the best job they can on three strikes you're out of fires. Not the check cashing center, yes. It's Shaquita. He's not hiring Shaquita. But yeah, but you know, Shaquita's but you know, resume got filtered out in the first round because it says Shaquita, but little do he know Laquita got all the degrees. Exactly. It's, a, master, it's a master's in financing. Exactly. At home, at home she can count, can count money, cuss her boyfriend out, and still hold a conversation at the teller window. And, and, and she'll that. be patting her weave while she does all of that and getting you together. And then you complete it together and will not lose count and, and she'd be damned Ooh. and she don't miss one of them. my tracks too tight. Girl, they glued this <laughs> stuff and down so tight. And she show up to work on time and hope she would, and she would not lose her count or her logs, bitch. And don't fuck with her lunch break. 
So Wells Fargo and every other big corporation go back to the drawing board and come with a better one. Exactly. Go on, get some black people in your organization, bro. Go on, get them in there so your potlucks can stop being blocked. Blind. So you can get some real potato salad in the bitch. All right. Without the raisins. <laughs> yeah. So now one of the other things that came up, you know, in our uh, our what we were discussing, there was a uh, there's a show that you guys watch at home that I, I don't watch. What's this called? The Queen something or whatever this thing. And it has Lisa Ray McCoy. It has Selena Johnson. It has Vivica Fox and that other girl. Uh, what? Uh, oh shit. Um, Claudia Jordan. Yeah, her. I don't particularly care for her. She's boring. But uh, I don't know who. Who are these women? Who are they? Everybody knows know. the name, but her. Oh, are they? Vivica Fox. Oh, okay, girl. Uh, Selena Johnson. Selena Johnson. She's the first lady of um of uh, the record label with she recorded R. Kelly stuff. She recorded quite a few things, and she was on that show. She was on R&B Divas, and then she R&B Divas. She was on this other talk show for a long time that just got canceled. She's, uh, she's like C, C, like B minus C list. Oh, okay. Well, her, song, her song was popular in the ghetto world. Okay, child. And then um, Lisa, you don't know who Lisa Ray is? I know who that. I know who that bobblehead is. Bobblehead, bobblehead. In white. In white. <laughs> yes, in white. So this came up, and I watched the little clip. And this is how it came to us, is that it said, watch Lisa Ray McCoy, shames bisexual man, says they gotta be outed. And this was from lovebscott.com, for those of you that uh, follow his blog. And let me tell you something, I watched this video and I was really just frustrated because the title was, it was deceiving and it was misleading and it was basically a fucking lie is what it was. And he did this basically, oh, wait a minute. I don't know what his pronouns are. Is his pronoun she, they, well, he, I don't know. Shim, shim. Shim, okay. We gonna, we gonna say shim because I don't know what his pronouns are. All right. But Good night. Shim. Good night. We're done. Here. And that's she and him combined. Shim, go ahead. I'm We're really done. frustrated because you're trying to get people to come to your blog that you have somebody come and you try to make something out messy. Now, we all know that Lisa Ray has a mouth on her. She is hood to 10th power. She's from Chicago. She speaks her mind. She says what she wants to say. And so the oh, conversation really- I wish, she had, I wish she had some sense, though. I wish she had some sense. The conversation was really about Andrew Gillum because y'all all know he was on Tamron Hall's show on last week. And his words, not ours, his words, I identify as bisexual. I don't identify as gay. I'm not gay is basically what he was saying. Mm. So Claudia okay. asked the question, had any of the other ladies been with a bisexual man or somebody they thought about? Lisa Ray, of course, said yes. And she was still suspect about it, but she didn't have any proof. Well, if you listen, 
and you know her history in the industry, Claudia basically told you what show it was. And if you pay attention to the blogs back then, you knew exactly who she was talking about. So we're going to say allegedly it was Jamie Foxx. Allegedly. So y'all can't come back and sue us. It was allegedly it was Jamie Foxx. And oh, they went together. They went together. The Players Club. Come on now. The Players Club. Let's go all the way back in time. That is a cult classic. Mm, it is. It is. It inspired the <laughs> Valley. Throw your way. Throw your way. Hello. Throw your way. Honey, it ain't no crying. Ain't no crying at the pint. Ain't no crying at the pint. So it didn't <laughs> fire. Season two, March 21. Get ready. Right. Oh, I can't wait, baby. But about what went down, like, you know what? I, I love this and this guy, but you know what? This guy, this guy can be, be, you know. So what are, uh, what's their, wait a minute. Before you say that, what's their pronouns? I don't want nobody. I don't want nobody in the inbox. Does 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 she have different pronouns, or is she a he or a he pronoun? What pronouns she use? Um, I don't know because I don't. So I wouldn't want to comment without actually knowing. I have to look it up on. Okay, well, we'll stick with Shim, and we're 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 not being disrespectful. Shim just sounds. Thank wrong. you. I said stick with it. Y'all still trying to figure it out. <laughs> still trying, trying to figure, figure it out. It. He already worked it out. Shim. Look, let me let me let me tell you what's on, on his on his blog pages for show. Shim. Shim. You can't even it's like it's like he it's like his format for posting blog posts is one sentence and an ad. One sentence and an ad. One sentence and an ad. I'm like, bro, can we get can we can we can we read? He don't, no. No. Shim don't read. Shim is just trying to get <laughs> Exactly. Shim don't understand pronouns and adjectives and nouns. <laughs> hey, Fernando. No, we're going to go with Shim. So what is, what's your thought on Shim's post? So, yeah, like, you know, this guy has a history of trying to shit start some stuff, especially when it comes to, like, these, uh, uh, a lot of um, hot topic worthy, uh, you know, uh, um, uh, articles like you know when it comes to like um, between like Lisa Ray and them and the Housewives or or uh, with Wendy Williams she like the real she saw you real fast in this with the headlines like I'm like girl are you just thirsty where well, you gotta where well, you gotta put it like it's already it's already newsworthy shit people want to read about it in the first place you ain't gotta you ain't gotta spice up nothing bitch and then because it just looks like you don't read your own posting. Well, isn't that what the other person used to do? Ain't that what? And you know what? And I love B. Scott, but I'm like, baby, like, like you know, you need to check your work, like, because it was like it was completely off basis. I'm like, like, did you use the algorithm and it just plucked some uh, some stuff out of out of the headline and threw that in there or something? I don't know what you was doing, but that's not what you get paid to do. So get it together. Love you. Anyway, yeah. um, but. What I what I like to say about like you know about far as men and I have been saying this lately is that you know when it comes to the world of, you know world of dating I, I, this is not like a broad brush uh, to, to, to say about men and women but this is why I've seen like a commonality where where, where women are uh, women have date their feelings and men I mean, I'm talking men date their feelings and women date their plans 
And what I mean by that is that we are very tied to ourselves sexually. Like it has a very expansive vocabulary if we lead into it. However, you know, we've allowed culture and cultural insecurities you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, set precedence over how we should exist in this world and not give each other time and space to find out exactly who we are. And, uh, and men and women have very different uh, sexual articulations within each other, you know, because you have like, you know, what you would call like a cis male, but hetero, you know, a heterosexual cis male who, you know, who enjoys sex with both men and women and who enjoys a relationship with both men and women. And that's his bisexuality and his sexual identification or an articulation. And then you have men who, you know, that likes sex with men and women, but only are attracted to women romantically, but, open, but not attracted to, uh, to women, um, to other men romantically, just sexually. And that goes to women too. And I think that there is so many broad spectrums in how people identify with both romanticism and sex and, uh, and sex itself. They're two different personalities, and I think that we get so stuck on what religion and social, uh, you know, uh, social, uh, you know, traditions say we have to be that we really haven't given each other time and space to figure out who the fuck we are. And and especially for men, because men have a, if you know, if we gave men. Uh, each other time and space to really figure themselves out to figure out exactly who, how they want to show up in the world. You would see a lot more commonality with men being more sexually fluid than you than anything. I mean, even women, women too. Uh, so women then that too. makes you a sham. Well, no, it does not because I think the thing is that like like you know for, you know there uh, there's some guys who only like having sex with other other men uh, other men and. Uh, and uh, date men, but and also like sex with women, just you know, uh, as well. I know you know gay couples who like sex with women. I know a couple. I know a couple that that's that, uh, that uh, a man and a woman, and and the man is uh, the man was actually gay at first, or gay, and he only has sex with her, but he still has sex with other men. Like there's so many different uh, your different articulations, but so trying to put a label on something without actually pulling you know, the most of someone's story is being advised ignorant as the Bible was written. Well, Lamont, what'd you think about it? You know, my thing is Lisa always has something to say. I, I don't give a damn if you're doing right or doing wrong. I always got something. She's gonna have something to say. I mean, and I mean, she really can't say anything because I mean, we already know she's dated. <laughs> it, they may not be ducks, but they sure swing around them. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I was uh, say that didn't uh, I remember back in the day? Several day, contestants. Back in the <laughs> day, can, day. Mm -hmm. right? Several contestants. Back to so, ladies. Mm -hmm. Not to mention her brother, sister, Brister. I'm, there it is. Is the brat. Hello. Yep. Hey, there we go. Say that one I more time. I was sister, wondering when we we're going to get sister, there. Right. Sister Brister. Her Brister. The brat just had And we already know her trademark. <laughs> Well, yeah, because she just had an interview recently about, you know, you know, like, you know, how how, how bisexuality affects you know, marriage. 
And what now Nisi Ashley's also talked about that as well. well right. The, the I just wanted to out. know when we were going to get here. That's what I wanted to know. Brad, um, her her woman just bought her, was it a Bentley for her birthday? Yes, she did. A beautiful Bentley, I might add. Nice. She bought her a Bentley. I just oh want to tell you how much I love you and I appreciate you. Happy birthday, baby. I, I, I just got an iPad. I didn't get a Bentley. Damn. I was, I was singing a Jersey song in your pussy for, for that goddamn Bentley. <laughs> <laughs> Things you'll do. But my my thing is, I I um uh, the whole Andrew. What's his what is it? Gillum Gillum. What's the guy's yep. name? Andrew Gillum. Yeah, I I, I kind of tapped out on him, and I tapped out when they start showing all the racy little pictures and stuff about what he had, you know, was into and all that or whatever. I said, come on now, a straight now. That's not a straight man. So the next we have. <laughs> I, was, I was I was over it because it's like come on. Did you see the articles I was posting about people in this Tim Monroe interview? And I'm like, and people acting all shocked about how I was like, y'all wasn't a setup. I was like, clearly y'all don't know, y'all don't know, uh, y'all don't know some motherfuckers who, uh, who smoke uh, smoke meth. Meth people don't plan, bitch. They're opportunists. I was like, they ain't got that much focus in the world to be fucking planning shit, but having a good fucking time. So first of all, it wasn't a goddamn setup. They probably saw Andrew Gill's ass in the whole territory and click, click, click. Over there. He looked a little bit important. You know, like, look at this motherfucker in this room getting his booty mobile on now. Because that's the reason why you, that's the reason why you do Tina in the first place, because it helps you get over that fucking anxiety and hope the booty hole open up real good, especially when you're a bisexual man and I'm using it. Oh, is that what you oh, oh, but she but but she but she says she only drinks alcohol. She says she got tested when she went when she went. When she went to rehab, they tested her, and all they found was alcohol. She just oh, alcoholic. She an alky. That's what she said. You know how that filtration system works with that good old. I was just about to say it's amazing the, the pills you can take to turn shit into alcohol. Right. <laughs> Allegedly. 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 Baby, do you know how many Tina Queens got got some good old government jobs right now and been holding that job for eons of years? And then teaching that fucking piss test system all these damn years. You think Andrew Gillum ain't up on that shit? Like, Wait a minute. So crystal meth uh, opens you up. Is that what they use the crystal yes. meth? Yes. Excuse me. This has been a drug for decades. Excuse me. I don't do drugs. Say no to drugs. Neither do I. But I listen. It drops your blood pressure. And, and I know what not to do. It dilates. <laughs> like basically, yeah. your whole can like and it gets you hyper focused. So basically, that's all you can. You can get focused on the knocking of a sensation going in your hole. Mm-hmm. Like, that's basically what it is. Like, it, like you can go, you can go deep for days. And bisexual men love doing that with their girlfriends and get spun out. You know, because it allows them to get over that that, that physical anxiety and, it, and you get trapped into that little party mind, that little party mindset. Uh, I don't and want nothing at all. You just get locked in all night, all day, and be exhausted as fuck after you come off that goddamn high. I'm speaking from people that I know who've done it. I have been around people enough to know. To know about what it do, what it does and doesn't do, I never I've never done it in my life. But I have there's been very I've been in environments where it's been done because as you guys know that what I used to do back in the day, and, and so of course an environment existed in my damn world. Well, say no, no, exactly people. 
Say no to well, drugs. The thing, the, <laughs> say the, no the, to the, drugs. Like, we want to say no to drugs, but the fact of the matter is they're on that drug for a reason, just like any other device. You're there for a reason. So the big question is why are you doing it in the first place? Eat some chocolate. Make chocolate your vice. We can make light of that, but you do, but do understand that people do have deep psychological issues that they use those drugs to sort of vent just to find some kind of pleasure where it's so distant. I got a drug, and it, I, I have a drug. I have a vice. And What's your me, drug, Jesus? It makes me really relaxed. And um, you might get you might get a girl from me. You bring it me has four me. letters. Do we have to guess what it is, ladies? No, and we, not not anymore. I'm, I'm, I got oh, it. no, it's not that. No, wait a minute. Hold I, wait a minute. I have a real Hold addiction. Is, is it three? Is it three letters? I have a real addiction. It's called champagne sherbet from Lord's ice cream. All right, and you Here bring me go. that. I'm something to just give you the world. It it opens up like a flower, huh? Give you the world, a bright red flower. like you in a prison movie. Like, oh shit! Not a prison movie now. Like you don't understand. Like, <laughs> like, is coming. Baby, look, when you do when you do meth like that and you try to bottom like that, baby, you ain't bottoming for no for no little big motherfucker. You had to take miles of pipe for hours on end. You are making fucking count. Well, that's, that's why that's, that's, that sounds look, exhausting. Look, that's that why only Andrew, happens to once a full moon for me. That's I'm why Andrew Gillum hired professionals, bitch, because when you do go on the party. Bitch, at least you want to make the fucking party good, so you might still hire some good entertainment to dick you down and make sure the dick don't go out because that's what you, you pay know. for. You pay for some to you back out until your high comes down or you faint on the fucking floor like he did. I wonder. I wonder when Tam. I wonder when Tam are gonna interview the uh, the escorts that he had. I wonder when when they gonna come and do an interview. That's when the real team. Wait, which one? Which wait? Which oh, escorts okay. are we talking about? Are we talking oh, about Jesse's phone? Oh, oh. Are we talking about Andy Gillen? Oh, ooh, uh, I'm talking oh, about Gillen. Because there wasn't gonna be, there was no escort because that person. No, no. He had been a that man. That person. Mm, that man's an escort. Both of them were escorts. Well, he's been a he's been a long time customer then. Yes. Yeah, like, they, like, they were both escorts and former porn stars. And I was like, now, oh, let's like, jump right on over to. And they were both white, they were both white dudes. I was like, oh. and, and, yes. And there we go. I'm glad we're here. Glad we're okay. here. Because okay. I, I, I don't, I don't get how you are that deep in politics and associate for years with escorts. I mean, if you're trying to be something. Now, if you're trying to be like these old dusty ass other like white white ass politicians that have all these skeletons in their closet and they just come out and ruin their shit, if that's what you was trying to do, why we had to be behind you, bro? You, but you know, you know what? This brings up another another subject is about our own our own social insecurity and thinking that that. Subscribing to any kind of uh, any kind of service like that, like adult services like that, is something you're ashamed about or whatnot. Because truth be told, like when I escorted baby, it wasn't because I was coming; it was because I was gone. That's what I, that was. The, that was what the money was for. I was efficient. Oh, I, 
done, and I did it well because it was my goddamn job. And it's like not never mistake known. that I would that? Never known if they wouldn't have passed out. So this has been his confidant. That's why I say this is a person that he basically he may, they may be an escort, but this is a person he feels that he's been in a relationship with all these times. I'm, I'm thinking if the dealer showed up to get them some more, some uh, some uh, uh, to get them re up on some more party favors, and uh, and it was and, and saw who was in the fucking room, click 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 them. And call it a day because uh, that's the fact they did is that oh like take some pictures here and everywhere because again I've been with some dudes on some fucking tea and it's an opportunity bitch I'm pretty sure I got some photographs out there dick sucking or whatever of them being opportunities when they they bone they get left out for again. Mm. Yeah, I don't know nothing about that. We don't do that in my house. Well, I mean, I mean, if he, I feel like if he, if he was keeping secrets, that's a big, that's a huge liability. Like if you, if if you keeping secrets and and you dealing with with escorts, that's a huge secret but wait, to keep. Bro. Lamont and I know it well because we're in the gospel industry. We live, we we know it well. We live it. Daily. But the the, the fish exactly. It's called life. The frustrating part is that you know if, if this was if this was actually done in a healthy, more mature way, where escorting services is actually something that was been acceptable norm, versus actually how we how we view it and have it displayed, especially when it comes to religion. I mean, choose to you know, choose to narrate their life. This never would have been a scandal. Probably wouldn't have been any drugs involved mm. because people would be more free to be exactly they are and have to, not have to make apologies for it. Because this is the problem is that it's like the funny part is that this man and this, even though this man is doing drugs and got caught and all other stuff, if, if there was not so much stigma around it, he was just an average old dude who wants to see a legal prostitute. This would have been a whole different fucking story. Actually, it would have been a non-fucking story because exactly. I was we like, would have I was never like, heard so about. I, I was like, because I was like, who's the? I said, who's the real? Who's the real fucking creeps? Uh, the, creeps? the people who are doing it, or the people, the motherfuckers who's demon out of other, other people about about their own shit. Why they don't know nothing about their own sexuality or their own state of us in the sexual being. That's the motherfuckers who sit up there. Oh, look at all that dirty stuff. I know the Bible. I'm the Christian. Bitch, you don't know shit about shit about none of your sex life because you live in a part of world instead of what your body wants, what your body asks for. You act like that you can tell it better what's, what's what your body just wants to do better. That's your motherfucking problem. Now, who's the fucking pervert? <laughs> who's the motherfucking pervert? Because you sit up there telling everybody else how they should fucking live their life, like you are that concerned with what's going on in their personal bedroom, what is sliding in and out of their bodies. Who, what, like, what are you thinking about? That you up there sitting there thinking about other people, so you can say, "Oh, that's nasty." Oh, really? It's nasty, bitch. What you think about in your head for calling nasty in the first place? Get your head, get your fucking mind out of my bedroom, bitch. Oh, <laughs> so you can see what nasty is. We need to go back. We need to. Rewind. But bisexuality, men in their sexuality understand themselves, and then this whole and having all these sexual these sex scandals. Okay, come back. Come back, Fernando. Come back. Come on back. Come on back. Lamont. Uh -huh. There was a statement you made that we just you thought we trying to overplay it here, but we ain't missed that. What did you say about Jesse Smollett? Oh. oh no, I was talking about escorts. You were saying uh, somebody was saying when is Tamara going to interview the escorts? I said, are we talking about Jesse's? Or are we talking about Andrew Gillum? Oh, what's what's this tea? That would be some good ass tea. Excuse me. 
the ones that supposedly strangled him or what have you? Oh, they were. I thought they were his trainers. Some, some people call them trainers. <laughs> what they train in. Exactly. <laughs> train this hole to do what Trying to get that flower to open. Like, first of all, has seen just a small less, write a write the profile and write the pictures. If you haven't, check them out. Um, that's what? like the story that won't die. I mean, yeah, like, have you not seen Justice Fuller on No Grinder or and whatnot? He pops up in one the, the, um, the, the pictures of nights. Nobody sent me the pictures. I didn't. Just... And the booty hole is pretty. Like, oh, okay. Oh, here in booty hole. Okay. But just, just sweet Smollett. All in the advertising. Like, like I guarantee you, this is no left. Ain't no, ain't no punk when they get that pussy punch. Getting that pussy punch. Like, I thought I had heard it all. Oh, it's here it is. Fucking sonnets while he getting that gushy on. Mm-hmm. But the two fucking quote unquote trainers, bitch. You don't need two fucking trainers. Why do you need two trainers? You doing some crazy bitch. Like, mm. Taking it from the front and from the back. Like, what are you? First of all, what are well, you? Well, suppo- supposedly are you he, he didn't hire them at the same time. Supposedly he hired one brother first, and then when that brother wasn't available, he was doing a movie shoot or something like that as a, as a stuntman. He hired the other brother, and oh. then they used to work off of each other. Whatever, one week one would work with him, the next week another one would mm. work with him. Whatever. That's the story that they told the press and told told the police. Goddamn variety is the spice of life, huh? Baby, Wolverine's body only took one train of bill. Ugly. Like, they weren't cute. They were ugly. And I'm like, not. Yeah. Most, every, male, every male actor who had to get a buff ass body and ask them how many fucking trainers they've had for that. Justice Mother has not had one, one of the Magic Mike bodies. He's been an average buff body dude, he's been a buff twink at best. Mm. Wow, we called him a buff twink. Like, it's truth be told, bitch, he ain't no, I mean, he ain't no bigger than that, bitch. And then I'm pretty sure he built like Todd Hall on the offseason. I still support Jesse. I don't. Them lies, girl, we good. Like, you, don't know, you don't embarrass the shit out of us. We good. You got it. I'm sitting back and watching the paint dry. That's all I can say. Mm. He goes to that for well though. Like he's still like he's still an attractive guy. I'm gonna paint from that. He can still sing his ass off. You know, no, I like, my Jesse that, alone. Like I still think that you know he needs to go dark for a while. Like he's doing. He is going dark. He, so y'all leave my Jesse I alone. He, I I think that he needs to do some deep soul searching. When he comes back and fully opens his mouth, it needs to be ownership of the bullshit that went on and explanation for. If not, then it needs to keep quiet until that conversation comes. But other than that, keep it closed because nobody's trying to hear you and your bullshit. That's uh, like that's like that's like that's like that's like that's like him and Doja Cat. Just keep it closed. So where when you gonna leave my we're gonna leave my Jesse alone. Mm. I'm gonna accept the Emmy on behalf of Jesse Smollett. I'm taking the Emmy. <laughs> <laughs> the best actor in an outstanding drama series. Goes to Justice Smollett. Thank you. <laughs> the Emmy to the best liar well, no. real life. <laughs> Speaking of Emmys, let's talk about that. Talk about you know, Emmys that happened. They went off basically without a hitch for a 
to be at home and everybody doing their stuff for their home. They only had that one little thing I thought was when the um, Jennifer Aniston and they set the little thing on fire and the fire popped back up again. That was about the only little slip up. But mm. I got to give kudos, kudos, kudos. And y'all know how y'all say this all the time. I'll jack your goddamn name up. Is her name Zendaya or Zendaya? Zendaya. Zendaya took home an Emmy for the, the show. Youngest. The youngest. You know how pretty she is? In that category. Uh, from the Bay Area. So kudos. Oh, no, no. She looks so cute. Her acceptance speech. I thought it was adorable. I loved it. And was she was and she she sparkled in more than one dress. So I was like, you better just give Prada for it the moment. Sparkly. I loved it. I loved it. You so sparkly. I loved it. No. Kudos to her. Yeah. Yes. You know, it, it's um it's it's like the nature of the new beats that we have to watch these award shows the way they're being done or whatever. Um I thought it was good. I mean, because I think I I think I'm actually getting used to it now. <laughs> Since this is this is the new norm, this is what we're gonna have. We're gonna have performances of people who you know doing it at home or doing it at a soundstage or something like that, and everybody's gonna be doing their speeches and their you know their nominations and and uh, the categories and all this stuff virtually. And it's like you're in a box. Everybody's in a box. <laughs> so, well, hello, y'all. Y'all remember all those movies y'all talked about the future and shit? All those future ass movies where people be at home and doing shit at home all the time. Guess what? We hear y'all. This is what this, this is what the future look like. It's and and you know, you know what's so funny? You know what's so funny? What brought on the future? Racism. <laughs> All this bullshit because you want a power struggle over it's over a China music. virus. <laughs> just uh just come on, come on, people. We have got to do that. Let me just give a Mr. President, it's October, but it's a China virus. <laughs> Shit, as many look, as many as many as many deaths as the US has had, it might as well just be the US virus. Bitch. Oh, it, it damn near is. Like, do you know what trick-or-treating gonna look like this year? It ain't gonna look like nothing. It ain't gonna look like exactly. nothing. Exactly, y'all. Exactly. The fuck. You know how many funny costumes is I was in the 99 cent store the other day and this lady said, why are they selling Halloween decorations? I said, I have no idea. Yeah, that might well just pay the, look, pay the warehousing fees and try to use them shits next year. Cause, but, you yeah. know, but you know what though? Thanksgiving and Christmas is going to be lit because everybody going to be in their house. They're going to decorate everything. Yeah, but you can't have no family come over. Bitch, you're going to be bored. I have to drag y'all asses back to this goddamn Emmy. Oh, no, we're going back, we're going back to the Emmys. We're coming back. I'm bringing, I'm bringing it back around. I'm bringing it back around. God damn it. We ain't we wearing no candy for no Halloween. These asses is going to be locked up. Locked up. up. Well, you're going to be locked up. But some folks yeah. are I oh, am. Don't make it happen because people just want. But to I got it. my candy. I always got something. I, I keep stash. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. yourself before you treat Target, Dollar Tree in there. You got all of goddamn stores. Like you like your own Instacart, that motherfucker. Look at this. You better go ahead. What is <laughs> you better Oh my God. And I know one thing when this is all over you. Why is all that stuff in your bedroom? Why is all that stuff in your bedroom? 
is mine. Just, Jesse Smollett don't like that. Ooh. And LaRochka is going to be yours, too. All that shit in your bed. What the hell? <laughs> so we, you know, we, we always forget that the, the listeners can't see this. Okay, so so Chris just showed us a bag of Lay's, some candy, Snapples, everything some, else, all of his room. Starbucks, some Gatorade. Starbucks, uh, some from Starbucks. Oh, God. Of course, wine is all on the all on the floor and everything. I'm like, bitch, do you got some like bitch, do you got some fiber in there? So yeah, that's on the counter. There's fiber in the potato chips. That's I had to do a massive cleaning yesterday. Oh. I was in the process of I'm I will have to renew my license by Wednesday. Unfortunately, I cannot find my birth certificate. So I took everything in this damn room and threw it on the floor so that I could look everywhere and pull out every piece of paper. And unfortunately, I did not find my birth certificate. So I have no clue. And in my 32 years of being a school bus driver, I never needed my birth certificate to renew my license. But when I went there, you have to have your birth certificate now to renew a commercial driver's license. And I'm like, for what? For what, lady? I came all the way to Mountain View to this commercial driver's license thing, and I was the second person in line. So that means I get to come right in, unlike going to the regular DMV where it's 500 people and you got to stand in line. And now you're telling me that I can't get it. So I came home and I threw everything on the floor and it's all right here piled right in one corner. So now I have to go back and put everything neatly away and fold it back mm. and all of that. Some candy and gumdrops in there. And and so, uh, since we're in the middle of COVID and nothing is open, how long is it going to take you to get a copy of your, drive, of your uh, birth certificate? It'll be here tomorrow. Cause I got, oh, okay. I got up early this morning, early this morning, and I went on down to the good UPS store, and I got it notarized, plop, 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 and then I faxed it. And then I paid the extra fee so that they'll be overnighting it and it should be arriving from good old Texas on tomorrow. All right. There it is. And then I can take my little happy tail to DMV. <laughs> right back up there and hopefully it'll be number two again. It'll be number two. Don't give me no drama. And so since now, I'm going to go ahead and get the stupid real ID because there's no difference in what you need for the commercial driver's license than what you need for the real ID. The only thing missing was the, my birth certificate. So, oh, and the Emmy goes to for the performance of a lifetime. <laughs> oh, because you took it all the way out the context of conversation, but I'm gonna bring it on back with some I, my candy. I am, I, am, I am glad, I am glad you found your license because it makes sure we have our black drivers in the road. And speaking of uh, of black now, drivers. We still ain't going back to work. Ain't nobody going to well, but you need your <laughs> you have your so when you when it's time to go to work, you have your black ass on the road. So therefore, you doing what you need to be done, right? Uh, I don't know if I'm going back. Well, do what needs to be done. I might become an escort. I might sell. Maybe. All right, there you go. You go work for Jesse. There's an opening. That's right. the oldest profession in the world. The uh, what? In the world. Uh, still works and it still pays the bills. <laughs> It done kept up with technology and everything. You can be a hoe and have an OnlyFans, or you can just go to Amsterdam and stand in the window. Whatever you want to do. So I just want to give a couple of shout outs because we uh 
couple of people win that oh, yeah. deserved it. Outstanding lead actress in a limited series or TV movie went to Regina King for Watchmen. Yes. Yes. I love us some Regina King. And that woman been working her whole life. Fernando talked about this, and we should have seen it, but unfortunately, I did not see it. Support Best Supporting Actress in a Limited Series or Movie, Uza Aduba for Miss America. And Fernando oh, said yeah. that was a really good movie that we all should see. So y'all get y'all asses out there. It was a really oh, Miss America, is that a, is that a movie or a, a series? A it was series. about um, uh, Shirley Chisholm. Yeah, yeah. It was about oh, it's a series. Okay, it's a series. It I, I skimmed through that. That's well, Was that on Netflix? Yeah, no, it was on FX. It was on FX. FX. Okay, I knew. I knew it was somewhere to X. <laughs> yeah, it was on FX. It was about the okay. women's movement, movement uh, in U.S. history and that time period. Hey, yeah. So y'all make sure y'all at home go out and support that. See that. I'm gonna go over and see if I can see it myself. Um, outstanding lead actress in the drama series went to Zendaya for Euphoria. Woo! Yes. Boom, boom, boom. Yes. Did y'all see that? That was pretty good. I did. It was good. I felt bad for those kids that grew up that way. A lot of them drugs. Right. That's terrible. Um, outstanding reality competition series. RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes. Outstanding Emmy award winning series. Watchmen, which goes yes. back to the king there. Now, I never watched this show, and I guess I'm going to go watch it, but the Outstanding Comedy Series went to Shit's Creek. Actually, yeah. I'm going to have to watch it yeah. because they won. I'm going to have to binge watch that because they won, they won like, what, seven, eight Emmys <laughs> the other day? I was like, what is this show? That shit's funny as hell. Is it? Okay. It's supposed to be based on... Uh, the Kardashians, he got the inspiration that he was saying they were driving down the street in the Bentley and he was watching it. And he's like, well, what if they go broke? So it's based on a family who buys a, mo a town and they end up living in the motel. So, um, but this was actually a good year. A lot of uh, people of color won. A lot of people of color. It wasn't an all white. Emmys like we're did uh the insecure get nominated or win anything? Insecure got nominated. Um she was nominated for outstanding lead actress in the comics comedy series, but Catherine O'Hara won that mm. it's creep. And there was a couple of other she got a couple of other nominations, but not um and then uh, Regina King, didn't she tie for having the the most for a female actress? I like four, four Emmys or something? I want to say yes. Yes, yes, yes. And if you guys have not watched The Marvelous um, Mrs. Maisel, make sure you see that. On oh, Apple. that's good. That's good. Amazing show. Um, and we had a lot. Outstanding lead actor in a comedy, comedy series, Don Cheeto and Anthony Anderson were both nominated. I mean, we had some strong, some strong, strong, strong stuff out there. Um, outstanding actor in a comedy series, um, Andre Brower from uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And uh, y'all know I'm going to jack this name up. 
Mar, 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 yeah, Mar, <laughs> Mar, Mar, you better murder her name. You hear me? <laughs> Masha, I went, who? Who? <laughs> what the man's name? Oh, Mahershala Ali, Bay Area, uh, the Bay Area Zone. Yeah. Mahershala? Yeah. Yes. There it is. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who the hell are you trying to show us a picture? <laughs> you can like, to us or something. That's uh, Oscar Award winning Mahershala Ali, yes. sir. Oh, that's a real. Yes. Um, Herschela Ali, that's what we call him, goddammit. Bay Herschela. My, uh, Molly from Insecure, Yvonne, or, 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 or yeah, yeah. Orgy, Orgy. Orgy? Is that what, I, Orgy? Mm -hmm. It's not a Raji? Her, 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 um, her stand-up comedy was very funny. And we must give the biggest shot of life out. Eddie Murphy won for host of Saturday Night Live. Mm. And I want to say yes. first Emmy. I want to say this is his first Emmy, so congratulations. It is. Congratulations um, on that. Outstanding guest actress in the comedy series went to Maya Randolph for uh, Senator Kamala Harris on Saturday Night Live. You mean Maya Rudolph? Rudolph, what'd I say? Randolph. You said Randolph. Randolph? <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Maya. <laughs> we do, we do. Y'all know I would jack it up. I keep telling y'all, y'all think I be playing. I would jack it up and have y'all out there just jacked. Outstanding writing for a comedy series went to Shit's Creek. Oh, Lord. So, so we have some good stuff. And I love this show on HBO, Secession. If you guys have not watched that, Secession is an amazing show to watch. So get on over there. And our own Billy Porter got nominated for Outstanding Lead Actor in a Drama Series, but that went to Jeremy Strong from Secession. Yes, yes, yes. Woo, I'm telling you, there's just a lot of, um, there's a lot of, a lot of African-American talent out there that was nominated this time. Wait, I didn't even know he was on a show. Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Drama Series Giancarlo um, Esposito. Yep. For Better Call Saul. I have not watched that, so I'm going to need y'all to go watch that. Jeffrey Wright for Rest for Westworld. So, yes. You guys, Emmy's uh, kind of stepped up this year. It's a lot of people of color. Oh wow! I, well, I can't. I got to make sure I say that. Ron Cephas Jones for "This Is Us." He won. Yes. Yes. Oh, now he plays um, uh, Tammy Roman's husband on Octavia Spencer's show on Apple TV. Her, where she has the podcast. Oh, oh. she has a show on uh, Apple TV. And it's really good. Truth or something, something, something. And he plays uh, her. He plays Octavia Spencer's father, but he's Tammy Roman's uh, husband. 
or boyfriend. Huh. Well, while we're still talking about the Grammys, I do want to highlight some things that's going on. Y'all talk about me, but y'all didn't get him. He said, while we still talk about the Grammys. No, we talk about the Grammys. <laughs> Oh, sorry, the Emmys. I'm sorry. All these shows and everything is starting to merge together. You know, you get the you get the you get the award. You knew there was an M and a Y in it. There we go. The Emmys. Emmy. Yeah, well, unfortunately, with them by doing this pre a pre election, they decided to start to reissue some new rules about about more inclusivity in films of color which they thought was going to be a good decision, which it's not really a great decision to be in hindsight. It's a little bit of um, like the, like um, uh, throw it in the air at the dark of night without review, without, uh, and, and this kind of leads it, uh, leads it over for us to dilute the waters where now we have films and artists and producers just producing movies and shows just to check the boxes off on the list of these uh, these award uh, these award uh, uh, committees, just to have another black film which can dilute the waters that you don't have to have a, be, be a good film. You just need to check the fucking boxes. Now that's what the bullshit of this is. That you know, as much as we getting a lot more black, you know, black movie nominated whatnot, it is being blustered by the coming since this new these new rules uh, have changed the guiding points have changed for how the award has to be more inclusive, or they call it the inclusivity. Well, they uh, need to. Um, I know, but the thing is that they it's such an open, obtrusive thing that they put up there without any kind of review. They kind of did this in a fucking vacuum because they think that, oh, great, we're just going to include black people, but not ask black people how they want to be included. So so essentially what's going to happen is it's just going to be checking the box off the boxes like, you know, another white producer's like, oh, great, I got all the hallmarks of, a, of, of, of diversity film, so I ain't got to worry about actually being diverse. Just check. That's like saying my, be, my, my best friend is black man. Mm. It's like, well my, well, my movie checks all the boxes for being diverse, so isn't it diverse? Mm. That's pretty, you want to get that kind of shit. Because, again, they consulted no, like, not enough people of color to actually create those new rules for people of color. <laughs> And unfortunately, oh, I hate to say this one. Well, I hate to say this one, but Cheer won for outstanding directing for a reality program. And I hate to say it, it was still, it's still a great production. It's, it's a great production. I just hate to say it in the midst of what's going on with the young boy, and that he well, really is going down for the thing. And one, one person on our cast, because other cast should not fall falter for one person. Who, who are we talking to? Who are we talking about? The little boy from Cheer who uh, is going to jail. Oh, he going to jail? Uh, yeah, he in jail. I mean, where the he, hell have you been? No, I <laughs> mean, I heard. Look, I heard. I heard about the story. I heard about it, but I mean, I just assumed he got a Netflix check so he could get a lawyer and and go about the justice system like white people. He looking at what twenty. Six years, twenty-seven years. What they say? Damn. <laughs> you know, black lives don't matter like that. We going down, 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 down. Damn, bro. Like no, no harder in prison where you know they get you know he go to a, a, a area where the booty ain't being caught up. 
I mean, they don't do it like that. Shit, he don't. He don't give a shit. That's what he want, bro. Right. But, Legend, um, he get top. <laughs> oh, alleged. Oh, okay. Hmm. Interesting. Did you see that booty? So, um, did you not watch Chia? Did you not see that? Did you not see that watermelon booty he got dragging? Watermelon booty. You shit. better shut up. Then <laughs> you can hear a Jamaican drum beat when he walked. Dave Chappelle won for Outstanding Directing. Um, it was directed by Stan Latham. And kudos for that. Um, you said Dave Chappelle? Dave Chappelle. Oh, and The Last Dance. Um, oh, wait, 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 that's what he said. That was his acceptance speech. Now shut the fuck up forever. Oh. Okay. Then we'll shut the. That was worth mentioning because it it was it was on the news blogs about his acceptance speech. Oh my. Um. Uh, what is this thing called? Um. Uh, the what is this? The the last dance. The thing that was about was about my, Michael Jordan. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, I want to say kudos to them for um, they ESPN. Yeah, something about that. Tiger King was nominated for Emmy, y'all. Who? Tiger King. Oh, basket. Yeah, basket. She don't dance with the stars right now. Ain't she? And dancing stiff as a a deadpan. <laughs> That's how she killed the husband because the bitch was a freaking hoe. And the Apollo. That bitch wasn't hitting our webs. The Apollo won for uh, something. I didn't even know the Apollo had a show out. Apollo who? The Apollo. In New York? Yes. Oh, for real? Oh, that's new. Documentary film. Um, it was produced by Lisa Cortez, Cassidy Hartman, Roger Ross Williams, Nicholas Farrell, and Julie Goldman. I didn't even know that there was something out with the. Well, you know what? Check it out now. I'm gonna look it up. So I'll get over there and check it out. Watchmen again. They continue to just outstanding fantasy, uh, fantasy sci-fi costume. So good. I'm, I'm hoping, like, you know what's going to make me very happy? If next year, P-Valley's on that list. It should be. It's the hottest. Ain't no year. crying at the paint. Uh, no, Ain't no crying at the paint. I, I, want, I, I just want to see a nomination preview on the damn on, on the damn program. Just <laughs> one scene. Give me one scene. Just I'm on the sun. I didn't learn Burn something. Oh yo night. I didn't know that there is a, 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 a thing called outstanding innovation in interactive media. Yeah. So create <laughs> together for YouTube one and Emmy. So I didn't know you can have a YouTube. So I told you, Fernando, get your damn show on YouTube. You could be nominated for an Emmy. No, I am trying to get it together because I I I had to get myself emotionally ready to actually you know or, you know speak about this.
So like it's it's been tough because it is real personal to me, even though I talk, I'm real free and open about it. But when you tell me I gotta be serious about it, it's because mm. you know I get deep with some shit and if I'm gonna go there, I'm gonna go there, y'all. Well we we did we did well this year at the Emmys. I'm oh, wouldn't that be funny? A bitch can win an Emmy. From YouTube, yes. But the um, the viewership was down this year. It was 6.1 million as opposed to last year, which was 6.9. So it's down a little bit, but uh, you know, I mean, mean, well, I don't know why, because everybody's at home, so shit. Why? That part. That's what I couldn't figure out. There was no advertisement. I, I guess I didn't pick. That's true. I didn't there was no advertisement. On us. Right. I, 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 I only remembered because somebody hit me up and reminded me to watch on Friday. I said, oh, it's Sunday? Oh, okay. Yeah, because it's like, where was the online app, the social advertising for? Because I didn't see nothing about it. There was nothing there. Yeah, the BBC, just, I mean, they're, they're too busy trying to put, they're too busy trying to put these shows together to even think about, you know, the advertising. Maybe if BET yeah. can advertise on social media. <laughs> if BET can do it, God damn. I'm proud of, um, whatever her name is, child. Azusa Aduba. Azusa Azusa Aduba. I can't. Look, them poor children on a school bus must have a time with your ass and they name. You hear me? Them poor children. That's what I say. Hi, Mr. Jones. Hi, Emmy, Amy, Aya, Isha. Hi, baby. I got to go through all this in the red shirt. Sit down. <laughs> if you would have worn red like the other little girl, <laughs> Melissa. Oh, that ain't Melissa. You look like Melissa, though. <laughs> Tell Melissa when you see her. I said, sit down. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, y'all leave me alone. Y'all leave me oh. alone. I will jack your name. He got, he got the children singing church hymns in the, uh, on the bus. I'm telling you, he got they, this choir practice on the bus when, uh, when they get on. Oh, no, they don't. Uh, oh. Oh, listen to jazz. We are a jazz yeah. Okay. Listen to smooth jazz, honey. You know what? Next time, next time you get, next time they, uh, you, you get some students on the bus again, play WAP. You know. Uh, that please one, don't. That was not. Thirty-five free. Seven yeah. days a week. Like, we got enough. Guaranteed. We got enough going on now with the. Uh, we don't right. need to add to it. Ass pussy, make that block oh, game weak. Oh wait, wait a minute. I forgot. You don't have high school students. You have little kids. Right. I don't do high school. No, no, no. Those are the ones who know the lyrics. Hell. Look, just play the just play the chorus when they get on the bus. It's some hoes in this house. It's yeah. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. get their bread they leave. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that little uh you saw that little video of the little girl that was saying, get that bread, get that ham, believe. Yes. Believe. Believe. <laughs> Believe. I'm like, oh no. Yeah. That one in Bayang got me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bayang. The Bayang. Talking about oh, oh. that, about this amazing, uh, amazing song that y'all have all fallen in love with, WAP. 
Mm-hmm. Offset decided to say that he was embarrassed by Cardi B from this song. Yeah. That was yeah. part of the reason why he decided to divorce. But I was like, I thought she filed for divorce because you <laughs> she did. She did file for divorce, and she did. She did. She did. Go, she did post the video on her Instagram stating exactly why she filed for divorce. So like, he needs to shut up. Because uh, yeah, well, no, she said the registration. She's like, look, I, you know, you just get tired of the arguing and you're tired of the mess. It wasn't infidelity, it wasn't any of that stuff. It was just like, I wish she was just tired of having to argue and justify things. And she just had, she was done with it. And I'm like, I don't- He's tired of carrying his ass. Well, and the fact of the matter is that, like, you ask, like you're asking, like it was a double standard because she is a woman who is very proud about who she is, but not having to compromise exactly who she is. Like she makes no problems about being that that bitch. Like she can talk about WAP and being the being the girl from the strip club and whatnot, but still has respect and dignity for herself and and uh, uh, you know and her own mind and and her own point of view that is to be heard and respected. She can do both and be both. And I think for him, it's like no, you got to be the woman that is gonna can be like my mama. This bitch, like part of me is not your mama. She's not gonna be that woman way where you think that you you were in your feelings because that rap rap made your made you feel embarrassed, but your infidelity didn't. Well, unfortunately, he decided that's what he wanted to get out and say because I guess he wanted to have his say in the news. It just it just made him sound real old fashioned and sound real real ignorant and real and real petty and real yes. small. But he's ignorant. He, we, yeah. Not an ignorant fool. Like you insecure about this woman being very confident about her and her sexuality, and she has no desire to be with anybody else but your dog ass, and still be on the album making bags at the bags, being very, very, very happy and very confident about her sexuality. And have to be found by nobody. This bitch was her before you got here. She said, I mean, but she said in interviews, she said um, that um, there were many times me and all said we used to argue in the limo. And right before we was bitch ho, fuck you, motherfucker, flip with this. And they opened the door. Hi, everybody. <laughs> you just had to go right into character. So, you know, I mean, it was really a, without the violence. It was like Argentina. They cussed each other out and everything like that. Like she said, she just got tired of it. You know, if and she's like, I thought your your spouse was supposed to be your best friend, not your worst enemy. That was deep. <laughs> I said she said yeah. that. Yeah. Well, I wish her the best because I wish her the best because she has made a name for herself. She's fought her way to get to the top, and she is there. So I wish her the best. Because yes. look, look, how many rap, how many rap chicks? Talk about wet ass pussy has ever gotten a fucking interview with the with the potential next president of the United States. She sure did. She sure did have a, a live interview with uh with uh with, with Joe Biden. The only rap bitch that I know has ever done that. Still, I just, I, I just find it. I just find it. It has to be the biggest fucking irony for this man to talk about he was embarrassed. Right. You you are a part of a three-man rap duo of which two two people understand what the fuck y'all are saying. <laughs> y'all dress like idiots. Like, I mean, 
Bro, come on. Like y'all were birds of a feather. Y'all two birds should have stayed together, but she that bird wanna fly. So let her go on. Let her go. Claiming you embarrassed, ain't it? I don't think they were really necessarily birds of a feather. I think that, you know, um she was coming up, he was coming up, and then she went up. <laughs> and, and he didn't. And it's not, not 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 so much so that she was carrying him, but it's more so like she was trying to help him come up with her. And it's like, wanted, you know, you, you can't help somebody who don't want to help themselves. <laughs> and, and honestly, he wanted what he thought was, uh, what, what was taught to him with the idea of what a wife should, uh, should be. And he started to get this feelings where it did not match up to it, where he thought he could change a, change a person because you're with them, that you play a certain role. Just like they were role playing when they get out the car after every other argument. He thought that's how you do it. I want a wife now. Well, okay, I'm gonna stop doing all this stuff because it's you. It's like it's like it's like a, it's like a dude who goes who goes to a strip club and meets his meets his future wife in a fucking strip club and then wants her to stop stop being that girl. Like, what? Are you serious right now? What, what kind of what, 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 like like are you marrying your plans? Or are you marrying the woman that you that, that you're with? Because it's that yeah. whole life that they lead over in this in this music industry that is just, it's all about making sure that we stay in the blogs or we do some stupid stuff. Like Meg Thee Stallion, who has finally came out and said that Tori Lorenz shot her. She finally then came out and said that. After all this time, she finally came out and she said that he shot her. She said, yes, Tori shot me, you shot me, and you got your publicists and your people going to these blogs lying. You shot me. Stop lying. Why lie? I don't understand. Like, like I think we we sometimes we forget that these these rappers and these personalities and all these all these things that we get to see and kind of you know play you know you know playground into the, into these these tabloids lives are still human beings, and they still do very similar shit that everybody else do because they still human fucking beings, they still some dog, like people can be exactly who they are, no matter what kind of social status that they're on. And so, you know, yeah, like, especially right now in this fucking COVID, imagine being like, Cardi B being, is locked up in the house with that shit that she just can't walk away from. Or what the fuck was going on with, from anybody else who don't have any money and they're in an abusive relationship and their husband is beating on them or their spouse is beating on them. So it, it's no different from, you know, so I don't want to, you know, the people. Yeah, it's no different. It really is no different. I'm like, like we forget that just because these people are like celebrities and whatnot, that they're not human ass people that are going through some similar ass stuff. It's just, it, they're kind of a lot more, you know, you know, more distance between us in that socially, you know, financially, but the story is still the same. The, sh the shit's still shit. Like, and the fact of the matter is, like, Cardi B is who she is. And it was like, it's not like, you know, like, if you're mad about who, how she how she makes her money or how she, who she is. Nobody, then, mad, no, nobody mad about her. I'm and... talking about he was. Clearly oh, he was. We... So I'm saying that's a you problem, not a her problem. And, you know, and he just like, because it looks like a woman who didn't make apologies for who she is. Period. Mm. 
now. <laughs> doing the uh, release of her, uh, doing her podcast the other day. Garcelle, y'all know her as Fancy from the Jamie Foxx show. Movie <laughs> Fancy. You know, she's on, uh, she's on The Real now. She's the new host on The Real. She revealed in her podcast that uh, oh my god that she had a secret crush and her secret crush was Jamie Foxx now we know they worked together on the WB show from 1996 to 2001 and they have both said they were actually into each other but agreed not to date until the show wrapped but by then Garcelle says she was already in a committed relationship with someone else. But she did spill just a little tea. Just a little tea. Y'all know she spilled a little tea. She said, what was she going to do with all of that that Jamie Foxx had? Cause that black snake moaned, goddammit. Hung like a horse. What? See, there's a snake in the foxhole. <laughs> Come on, Jamie. Put that Big Mac truck in this tiny garage. Party again. <laughs> oh, that whap again. That whap. You better get some lessons from Cardi. You but better- you know what, though? I have high expectations with a man with a big dick, though. Like, because if that's all you got, I'm gonna be so fucking mad. I'm like, you know what? Get the fuck out of here. Like, go, like, beyond go away. Just go. Mm. Well, everybody, just because they got it, don't know, don't mean they know what to do with it. It's and, like, it's attached to the wrong motherfucking person. I'm like, He's why like, you? Why you? First of all, you don't know how to use it. Second of, second of all, you dumb as shit. Like, you can't marry it, you can't date it. Nothing, and when you do, it just becomes shit. Ugh. So for those of you that got it, go learn how to use it. Take a class. Do like, be more than just a big dick. Don't just be stupid like some of these other people out here. And because as we as we're approaching up on that, it's almost time to vote again, y'all. It's almost time to vote again. And oh, y'all know. Uh, we're gonna vote by mail. We're gonna do all this stuff, but make sure you get out there and vote, cause that idiot that you uh messing around with with the big dick, uh, he may be in jail if you don't get some district attorneys or some people in there who know how to keep him out of jail or want to keep him out of jail and try to better him. So vote because. Your vote puts district attorneys in office. It puts those people who make decisions over your lives, over your baby daddies, over your your what's it, uh, oh, your entanglements. Because you know some of y'all got entanglements. <laughs> entanglement. How about it? Y'all got some entanglements. Now, I just as as we go on to our our last thing for the evening. I I just, I'm devastated that this is even has to be 195 days after Breonna Taylor, Taylor was shot in her home. 195 days later, 
the Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron decided that he mm. wanted to get on and give a puff piece because the grand jury decided to not indict the officers who killed her and who was indicted. Oh, I just, I, I'm so disgusted with this thing. The person who was indicted and that got charges pressed was because he shot a bullet into the neighbor's house. So that just goes to show you that Breonna Taylor's life really did not matter to Daniel Cameron, who unfortunately is an African-American man who his sister is black, his mama is black, and he tried to choke up a little bit and act like he was really feeling something. But for 195 days, 195 days, you gave no evidence, you gave no information, you gave no nothing. You said you were not going to be swayed by celebrities. And of course, you put that in your piece yesterday, saying that celebrities cannot sway the Commonwealth of Kentucky. So let me tell you this, Daniel, and this is just from me to you and anybody else that agrees with him. Y'all keep that same energy. So celebrities... Don't support them when it's time for the goddamn Kentucky Derby. Don't take your ass to Kentucky Derby because you got to hit these people in their pocketbooks. So if they're that careless about this young girl who he didn't even really want to mention her name when he was talking, he talked about his mother would be just like uh, Brianna's mother and she would feel some kind of way. Y'all keep that same energy. Take y'all money somewhere else. Go spend it somewhere else and let them be in their own little world. Because if you start taking money out of their pockets, things begin to change. I don't know. Lamont, what do you think about this whole thing? Um, I had an opportunity to watch the, uh, and I taped it like, I think it was on like maybe two weeks ago. The uh, New York Times did uh, presents the killing of Breonna Taylor, and you know when it happened. Of course, we heard the story: um, shots fired and shot into the neighbor's house and everything like that. But to actually watch the documentary, and it's on YouTube too, um, and to see that. I mean, they just shot up everything. It makes no sense whatsoever. It, it, it really, I mean, it's so many people accounting for it, but the main person, of course, Brianna can't say anything, you know. Um, the boyfriend is saying his part of the story, and the neighbors are saying something totally different, and... You know, I mean, just just looking at the apartment, they now now during the documentary they actually showed the apartment with you know which has been closed since it happened on March thirteenth, um, and they showed bullet holes. When I say there was bullet holes everywhere, there were bullet holes on pots and pans and the tea kettle in the kitchen. Yes, by the hallway, there was bullet holes. All, there was at least ten to fifteen bullet holes in the ceiling above the hallway where Brianna was was at when they shot her. Um, it's just, it's just amazes me. And then to think that, okay, so they fired him first off. 
uh, I think what's his name, Jonathan, the 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 main officer. Is it Matt? Um, yeah, they they fired. Yeah, they fired Macklin, I think it is. They fired him first because of the uh, use of force, I guess it was, for him going in and shooting uh, all over. <laughs> um, some of the neighbors said that he they did they announce themselves that the police, you know, were coming in or whatever. According to the boyfriend, uh, Brianna asked, who is it on the first knock? No one ever said anything. On the second knock, she she answered, "Who asked? Who is it?" At the top of her voice, still nobody said anything. Next thing they know, they bust through the door and start shooting. And the boyfriend didn't know what was going on, so he grabbed his gun and he started shooting back. And you know, they <laughs> it it just it just amazes me how you know. And and of course, we we uh we have to pull the race card because. If it was a flip on this whole thing, I don't. Th I don't think we would be here. I don't think that we would be wondering what happened to to, uh, to Becky Jamerson. Oh, no. I think that we would know. We would I know. think that we would know what happened. I think that we would know the the police officers have been arrested. They have been charged with murder, and so on and so forth. You know, but for it to go on this way. And then this is this is just another, okay, so they gave the family, what, $4 million? Was it four or six million? 12, 12. 12. Okay, so they, they, they gave the family $12 million. And uh, Rihanna's mother said, thank you for the money, but I still want justice That's for it. my daughter's death. And uh, okay, so they got the Brianna law going now where it's no knock in Louisville, Kentucky, but of course it's still not the state of Kentucky and it's still not Indiana and it's still not any other of the states that are near Louisville, Kentucky. So they're still uh, fighting for that to go nationwide, not just in Kentucky or in one city. And, you know, every day we see on the news, we see more and more of us, men, men and women of color, being assaulted by the police in some way, form, or fashion. They're steady shooting people 15, 20 times in the back. Beyond Kizzy right now. I mean, there's constantly protesting that down here in L.A. I mean, there's, there's so much going on. But it's like, with, this, with Breonna Taylor's case, I cannot believe that it has gone on this long, almost seven months, and still... No justice. No, I mean, no. I mean, this was this was nothing. This little this little you know charge and and fifteen thousand dollars bail and <laughs> all they got to put up is fifteen hundred. He's already out of jail. Out. Uh, uh. Uh. It this it, went in. It's it's uh it's a shame and um I just pray that we we can get justice some way somehow. Um, if anything, I mean. We're not trying. We're not trying to, you know, say that we're going to make an example of people or whatever. We just want justice. I mean, it's it's tiring. It's it's horrible. <laughs> Exhausting. Fernando, did you uh want to shoot the man? No, I, I. It's it's very frustrating um, when you when you um, entrust a judicial system to do right by, by its, uh, its citizens who employ them. 
and and when the mass majority says that something's wrong, it's like when someone says see something, they say something, or we seen something and we are saying something and you are doing nothing. And what you guys have seen is a black man, a black man is engaging in co-opted behavior, which is what you on the street want to call white face. It's that you don't have to be white to actually be racially biased. Um, you are a product of your environment, especially if there's a certain environment that you subscribe to more than the other. It doesn't mean that you are less than, it just means that that's what you think that you have, uh, you're clamor to, to belong. So therefore you co-opted to behavior like that. So that's what you guys see. We don't have that safe harbor where we think our judicial system was going to act in our benefits, like we notice from every which way we can think, of, uh, think about here. So where do we go next with this is the bigger question. And, and, and there's a number of things that we can do. I'm just um, not surprised because, you know, we know with, you know, this is politics and it's all subject to opinion and negotiation. And you would think that just morally, this wouldn't have a need to be litigated. Because morally, we as adults, we know better. When you make a mistake, there's penance for a mistake. You have to, like, like that's what mistakes are about. Like, when you have a mistake, you are punished for your mistakes because they are mistakes. You know, especially a mistake that could have been prevented. That's your job that you get paid for. You know, when you uphold the law, part of upholding the law. And so, like, I think that we have let, uh, let societies get too far away from our common grassroots, common sense, right and wrong of occurrences in, in the world. And I think that's, you know, beyond race, it's a psychological problem. Clearly it's a psychological problem because what black man is gonna sit there and let this kind of behavior go past his desk with little or no effort to do everything he can because that could have been his child, his niece, his nephew, that was disregarded because police officers wanted to have a uh-oh moment. Because they don't, have, you know, when we expect them to, like, we are asked to uphold the law implicitly, implicitly, we're asked to uphold the law. If we break the law, there's fines, there's jail time, there's everything else. But a police officer that's enforcing the law breaks the law and there is no consequence to that. None whatsoever. So what do we do with that? What do we do with that? Because we know the, uh, we, we openly know the hypocrisies and all this stuff and we know how broken the system is. We want to talk about defunding the police, but I think that it takes something bigger than that. I think this kind of like, you know, we need a coronavirus to sit inside, inside of the uh, judicial system where no matter which move you make, this, this will, uh, like, in, in any way but the right way can cost you your life. That's how dire, dire our consciousness needs to be about how we handle the judicial system as we go forward. Think about a coronavirus. If you made the wrong fucking decision, bitch, this should be the end of your fucking career. 
This should be the, in, the, in the, your ability to ever practice whatever law you think you want to practice ever. Do something fucking else because that was dead. That's how it should be going forward. If you're a police officer and you made the wrong fucking move, like the coronavirus, your career is fucking dead. Done. At minimum. Your career should be gone. We just common sense stuff. And that has no color in that. But for some reason, we are, as a society, we seem to like not really understand any of this stuff. Like, I forgot, like, I don't know, I don't know where we went wrong with this. Like, how law enforcement just don't even know how to uphold or interpret the law properly. So true. Armand, what is your, what's your thoughts on the, the, this horrible ending? I'm motherfucking tired. <laughs> I'm, I'm motherfucking tired. Like, we, we knew, we all knew this shit was going to turn out this fucking way. We all knew it. Soon as we seen that old coon fucking in that damn picture full of them damn white women not giving a fuck about what the fuck was going on in black America, we knew. We already knew. We 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 knew we we knew y'all was gonna pay out money. We knew you was gonna let them fucking kill us, get off the hook. We knew it. Because again, we left something up for negotiation when they said black lives matter. First, first they ask which ones, and now they're asking how much. Because now they're assuming that every black life can be easily be, uh, uh, be, uh, be paid away with a paycheck. Ain't, ain't life grand. It's kind of like a new type of slavery. Hell, bitch, we could just pay, we could just, uh, uh, if we kill one, we just can, uh, give them some money and say, oh, my bad. We could just learn a job. You know, I was talking to my friend earlier today, and I was like, you know, I, I I wonder how some of these people sleep at night. And I told myself, you know, jokingly, I was like, they must have, they must have a good supply of propofol, or, or as Michael Jackson used to say, milk. Because that would be the only way that I could sleep at night if I walked around with these things on my shoulders and, and, and failed my community in this way. I, I would I would be sick to my damn stomach. I, I could I couldn't sleep. But do you and, and and then and then he went in and then he went into this like cloak of silence, like not talking to media outlets, talking about he's not influenced by by celebrity or influenced by, you know, uh calls from people to do the right thing. And you no, you, you said all you said all that to come to this conclusion? Bitch, we knew you would do this. But do you think that when you say a part of the community, do you think he do you think he considered us considers us a part you know, of the community? You, you know, here, here's a deal with that. Here's a deal with that. People what you insinuating, the people, the people that you're calling out and what you insinuate, those people know that they belong in this community when the, when, when those white people that they covet so much really let them know where they stand. So when white people do to him what we know white people have a knack for doing, he will be calling back from whence he came looking for some repentance. 
And the sad, the sad part is like all this racism and misbehavior, look how much energy and time and effort it takes to uphold that kind Come of Come on, that's exactly what I'm, I'm saying. Like, I'm like, and the thing is that what you don't understand, we have a better understanding about psychology. We now understand how weak-minded that is. When you have no psychological ability to wrap your head and mind around any other race besides your own, having a significance in, in, in this world at all. That is your psychological problem. That is your detriment that you have made this much effort, accumulate and absorb this many resources just for them to protect your fragile little mind because you can't handle another race existing in an equal footing as yours. Well, I was like, that is the biggest question of it all. Where, where are you psychologically in your brain, in your mind? that you are so fucking fragile and damaged that you can't even handle another fucking skin color in your world, that you had to wrap your head around all this shit just to, just to do, do this and save face for what? For what to belong to what club, baby? Because I don't know what that attorney general was doing, doing, doing bitch. I was like, because last time I checked, they didn't fucking marry you because you were white. Now, the most horrible thing about this, the worst thing yeah. of all, is that we kind of knew there was gonna it was gonna we knew it was gonna end this way but the fact that september 23rd 1955 emmett till's murderers the trial ended on that same day after five days and they were acquitted and here we are in 2020 the same thing happening to a black woman and on the same day, September 23rd, hurt murderers were acquitted because they weren't cops, they were murderers. That's what you did, you murdered an uh, innocent black woman. So, I mean, some, somebody that I thought, you know, if you look at it, somebody that's kind of like in, in the same kind of, prof in the same sort of profession that is, she's like, she's an EMT, a first responder, like y'all supposed to work together. Like, come on, she like, like, like y'all shoulder to shoulder responding to shit in the community, like, and, she, and and this girl can't get no fucking justice. Was black. She that don't that don't matter to them. She was black. Yeah, y'all have y'all have really got to watch this documentary. I mean, there's so much background shit because of supposedly her ex boyfriend was a drug dealer. They thought that she was harvesting drugs and money at her apartment for him. They went and picked him up at 12.15 a.m. Then they went to her house at 12.40, supposedly looking for him. Why are you looking for him if you already, already had to your custody? Yeah. Shot up her house, and then they found no drugs and no money at her house. Nothing. And that's a, uh-oh, learning on the job. So you get to say, I'm sorry. With fifteen million dollars, because that's what you think of black life. Black life matters. That you, you put a dollar amount to the to, her, to the matter of her life, because that's what you think that black lives matter was about. It's about money. You thought that's all we need is to some throw some money to the Negroes and we'll just go away. You know, I guess you guess what you figure that's reduced down to that we just fall down to a paycheck. That's not we are. We're not your paychecks. We're not for like we like didn't like just in case you didn't check you didn't check with slavery. We do not want to be bought and sold. Yeah. We are not for sale. Our, bo our bodies are not to be paid off with a paycheck. You know, because last time I checked, checked Brianna was a one woman.
And according to her mother, she's going to take that 12 million and put it towards the fight for justice for her daughter. How about that? So thank you for your 12 million. You're helping us with our cause. Lord. Again, I just, I just say trash. Trash ass people that, that karma needs to do a reckoning with. Definitely just needs to fucking come on and swoop right on the wind. Karma needs to roll right on in. That's exactly yep. I am telling you, y'all need to start employing these hookers and these mistresses to start blowing some whistles because they hold all the secrets, all the traps of all the police officers and all those commissioners and all those police chiefs and all those backwater MFs that you know that they keep things the way they are because they're the good old boys that are too insecure to learn new rules and do new things because their head is so wrapped up into so much backwater bullshit that politics covers up their bullshit insecurity, and this is why most of our lives don't fucking matter and will never fucking matter. So, because because at the end of the day, them same motherfucking cops in your in your in some of your most impoverished neighborhoods shaking hands with them other black folks, uh, exchanging money um, uh, money for uh, money for of uh, a drug run. Why your black life is not matter? So I say at the end of the day, pray, and that when you get through praying. Get your ass down there and vote. And for you straight men at home, there's a video out there. Get your booty to the pole. The strippers mm. put out a video so that you can be encouraged to go vote. <laughs> not time to play. Take your ass out there mm. and vote. It only takes a hot second for you to register to vote. It takes a hot second. So get your little every social out. media has a a, vo a voting a, a voting page. Every one of them is out right now. So why I'm you voting early. And that's <laughs> it. Vote early. I'm not gonna even wait. I'm not gonna even wait till November third. I'm voting early. You can start, start voting by the twenty third of October. So trust me. Let, look, let that let that ballot slide in here in it as soon as it slides, it's getting filled out same day. I'm taking it right on to the damn to the to the vote drop box and your best taking photos of everything I fucking mark on that damn ballot and it better come through you hear me? me too right. not wait because this uh this postmaster general DeJoy said that the machines that they have taken and torn apart are not able to be assembled so please do not. Not. trash trash and you know what you know what they should do since he's so rich and gives so much money to the Republican Party, all your don all your all your donations diverted to the post office to fix them fucking machines you fucking broke, you asshole. Yep, I have, I I completely agree with that. And you know what? I oh, think they'll miraculously be repaired by November fourth. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, right, right. Oh, we found the parts now. <laughs> They're but fixed you know now. What, yeah. But you know what though? They really think that they smart because old, the, them good old boys think they got something over. I'm like, you need to watch their ass because, like, you see how these social media groups are stepping up on the vote? They, look, they will sneak up on your ass and start having every shipping and courier company taking over the postal system. And then, and then and all of a sudden, all of them jobs are lost and the government lost their money. So They better watch it. You're right. You're right, Fernando. They better watch out. Goddamn Bezos might be like, look, just gone. Just gone. Set it outside. Yo, for so your your prime membership includes a free return of your ballot. We got it. 
or he said, you know what? We now do we we now do international postal. So now we can do we can do Amazon postal now. You don't need the U.S. postal because you can't trust their ass. And you know how many people would do that because they don't just trust the postal. Democrat and Republicans will fucking leave the post office. And guess who's going to be having no jobs? And guess who you need to thank? Donald Trump for doing some dumbass shit because you thought you were trying to win a fucking vote. That can backfire on your ass. You see what they're doing right now with the uh, with social media? Ain't nobody. We're going. Advertisement on no vote, vote stuff except social media. So y'all vote. Y'all know what to do. Share the podcast. Thank you guys for listening. We love you. We appreciate you. We have hit this hour mark. We are. We did two hours tonight, and we're trying to get out of here right now. Thank all y'all. Love you. We appreciate vote, you. Vote, vote, vote. That's all vote. we tell your asses to do. Go vote. Run to the polls and don't play. Thank you.